Have you ever seen Monsters, Inc.? That classic Disney Pixar movie from the early 2000s uh, with monsters. Uh, I, I liked it. It was one of my favorites and one of my daughter's favorites as well as she was growing up. Uh, but if you've seen the movie, who was your favorite character? I'd love for you to put in the comment section below. Um, I love, And I'm going to share my favorite character in a second. But today we're going to talk about how this movie indirectly applies to what we're going to talk about with our devotional today. Hey everyone, my name is Tom Pounder. I'm the online campus pastor here at New Life Christian Church. And my favorite character from Monsters, Inc. was Mike Wazowski. The, you know, the green, one-eyed monster. He was just so funny. He cracked me up so much. And he was just silly. And he had these outlandish responses to all the things that he and Sully were doing and the little girl was doing. Uh, and it was just cute. I really, really liked him as a character. And now my oldest daughter, who was really young at that time, it was one of her favorite movies growing up. And she loved the little girl character. Her name was Boo. Uh, and she loved her. Um, and we would sometimes wake up early in the morning just to watch Monsters, Inc. Uh, numerous times. I wonder if anybody's favorite character was Randall. Do you remember Randall in the movie? He was the villain of the story, and he was the guy who changed colors all the time to kind of fade in the background uh, so he could play tricks on Mike and Sully and everybody else and try to get his way uh, done. And the reality is probably not many people thought Randall was a great character, um, and no one really wanted to be him. But if we really think about it, Maybe we're more like Randall than anybody else in the movie. And let me explain. Randall faded into the, the things. Like he could change his color white or blue, depending on the background. He could just kind of sneak up on people and just pretend to be somebody he wasn't or something he wasn't. And I think a lot of times that we are like that. We pretend to be someone we're not and something that we're not depending on the circumstances or the people that we're around. For instance, if you're hanging out with the travel soccer parents, maybe you act and respond differently than maybe if you're hanging out with your life group or your small group. Maybe the people that you hang out with in college, if you're in college or in high school, maybe depending on class to class, you're a different person just in order to fit in with a group of people. You're different on every thing. Maybe you're a, you love bands and you're afraid to have your friends know that you're in the marching band because you're afraid of what other people will think of you. But a lot of times, we change who we are depending on the different groups of people we are. And again, no matter how authentic you are, I think a lot of us really do that. I know that I've done that. Depending on the group of people that I'm around is depending on how I act and what I do. Now, I always want to represent Christ in what I do. But again, I, I act differently depending on who I'm around. So we change depending on where we're at and who we're hanging out with. And the reality is that that's really not authentic to who we really are. You know, when we go as a chameleon from place to place to place, we're not embracing who Christ made us to be, who God created us to be. In fact, he calls out the Pharisees in, in Matthew chapter 23 here. And I'm going to read this. It's Matthew chapter 23, verse 27 and 28. It says this, what sorrow awaits for the teachers of the religious laws and Pharisees? Hypocrites. He calls them hypocrites. For you are like whitewashed tombs, beautiful on the outside, but filled on the inside with dead people's bones and all sorts of impurity. Outwardly, you look like righteous people, but inwardly, your hearts are filled with hypocrisy in lawlessness. The reality is that we're all like this from time to time. We can all be hypocrites. 
And I feel like we're hypocrites when we don't fully embrace who God created us to be. We're afraid to be the person who God created us to be around certain people, that they won't like us if we act a certain way or do certain things. They won't like us that if we really portray who God created us to be, to be people in our outward appearance. He calls out the Pharisees for being hypocrites because on the outside, they looked all religious and all great. But on the inside, they were thinking different thoughts and they had impure motives and malicious deeds that they were thinking about. And so we don't want to be like the Pharisees. We want to be people who fully embrace who God created us to be, no matter what group of people we're in. So how do we do that? What do we do? Well, I highlight just two things real quick that I think that we can do to really embrace who God created us to be. And the first thing is just simple, that we need to fully embrace the person who God created us to be, to be that person. We need to be that person, the person that God created us to be. We don't have to change from place to place or person to person, depending on where we're at. We have to just fully embrace who God created us to be. Embrace that person. In Psalms uh, 139, verse 13 and 14, it says this, For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully, wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. See, David is talking about how God knitted us together. Even before we were born, he created us intentionally, and we are remarkably and wondrously made. That's amazing. You're not a mistake. God created you with a purpose. God created you to be who you are. We don't need to change that. We need to embrace who God created us to be. Ephesians 1.4 says this, Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God loves us so much. God loves you for who you are. Let's let that sink in. God loves you for who you are. Other people may not love who that is, but that's not what we need to be doing. We need to embrace who God created us to be and be fully content with who God created us to be, to be that person because he created you with a purpose. He knitted you together and you're wonderfully made. So embrace who God created us to be. We don't need to try to change our behavior to meet this group's needs or that group's needs. That doesn't work because we're living a lie. We're a chameleon when we live that way. We need to embrace who God created us to be. And when you embrace that, there's real power in that. There's real freedom in that because you're not constantly changing who you are. You are who? I am Tom Pounder. I don't have to change it to be this Tom Pounder over here or that Tom Pounder over there. I am Tom Pounder, one and the same. And there's freedom in that. There's power in that. And we know that we are a child of God, someone who loves us and created us purposefully. So that's the first thing you can do. But the second thing is I think a little bit something more that we have to deal with and work with is that we have to be thankful for who God created us to be. You know, I just talked about how you need to embrace that, but you need to be thankful because let's just be honest, I don't like parts of me. I really don't like parts of me, but I need to be thankful for me because God didn't make me as a mistake. He didn't create me to be this person that I hate. I need to embrace it and be thankful for who God created me to be, my quirks and my challenges, but also the great things about it as well. 
And I need to thank him for who he's made me to be. First Thessalonians 5.18 says this, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let me say it again. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Thank God for who he created you to be. And thank God for what he's blessed you with. You know, I think we get into this competitive mindset a lot of times to say, I'm not as good of a person as I can be because this person over here has more money than I do, or that person over there has got better grades than I do, or this person is better athletically than I am. We're always comparing ourselves to other people, and we don't need to compare ourselves because God made you, me, the person we need to be. And so we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to other people. We need to embrace who God's blessed us to be and all our life surroundings. And so I want to encourage you, if you're not in a spirit of thankfulness right now, where you're thanking God for the different blessings he has blessed you with, including yourself, I want to challenge you to, to text the word thankful to 703-454-5990. And every day for the next 26 days, I'm going to send you a text message of something to reflect on and be thankful to God for. God has blessed us all richly and mightily. We need to embrace that, remember that, and not forget that, and look at what he has blessed us with and thank him for it. So those are just two simple things that I feel like we can do to shed away the chameleon mindset that we have and be one person who's loved by God wonderfully created and thankful for the blessings that he has given us. So I wanna encourage you to do that today. If you got thoughts, if you got comments, if you got questions about it, definitely put it in the comment section below or email me at tomp at newlife.church. God created you wonderfully. He made you with a purpose. Let's embrace who he created us to be and really serve him and see how he uses us with a mighty purpose because that's what he's doing. He's using us with a mighty purpose the more that we can be open to his leading and be obedient to his calling. So I want to challenge you to do that today. All right, everyone, let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for who you created us to be. You know who we're supposed to be. Help us embrace that. Help us get freedom from that. Help us get power from that so that we're not trying to fake our ways or be a chameleon to other people, but that we're really who we are and who you created us to be. So help us embrace that today. And we thank you for who you've created us to be. And we hope that we can have a spirit of thankfulness from this day forward. Right? We thank you and praise your name. We ask for your blessing and guidance. It's in your powerful name we pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for being with me, everyone. I hope you have a blessed rest of your day.